Hello, and finally, welcome back to another episode of Monsters, Cryptids, Creatures, and More. Sorry for the disappearance. As you could expect, COVID hit and life became a bit harder than normal. So, I decided to put this on hold while everything was going on. Unfortunately, life is uh, not back to normal, so to say. Uh, I am between jobs at the moment. But, no one in my family has suffered from it. So, for the most part, it's been positive. I was greatly surprised when randomly a couple weeks ago I glanced at the Podbean dashboard and saw the number of subscribers I had gone had it had gone up threefold. So seeing that I thought, well, maybe it's about time I get back on it. Also, if you couldn't tell, in the years since the last episode, I have bought an actual microphone. So now all of my audio should be crisp, clear, high quality action. So without further ado, let's do it. On the returning week, we have Dasiguapa from Dominican folklore, the Olgoi Korkoi of Mongolian mythology, and the Ovnik of Slavic legend. The first creature for today is Lasiguapa. Let me say first and foremost, I apologize for any botched pronunciations. Described as a feral naked woman with long, dark hair and backwards feet, standing no taller than a meter, roughly three feet. The Sigua, part of her name, comes from the Taino, the indigenous peoples of the Caribbean, and is the national bird of the Dominican Republic. Now, her name mostly, most likely excuse me, comes from the fact that she doesn't talk, but sings a lovely siren's tune, like the songbird of her namesake. It is said that she preys on lonely farmers while they harvest the cacao, and adventurers seeking new paths. Children are warned to not stray into the woods, lest they meet with this ravenous beast that feeds on the souls and flesh of man. Most stories will equate her beauty and mysterious appeal to that of mermaids and succubi, a woman so beautiful and song so lovely that it is near impossible to resist her call. However, there are some stories that say elsewise. Some say they are shy and timid creatures that stay in treetops feasting on fruit and small birds or fish. Some state that this story goes far back to pre-Columbian times from the Taino, but one sociologist, Ineta Candelario, hope I said that right, states that the first story of the creature was written by Francisco Javier Angulo Gridi, I think I got three out of four of those right, in his newspaper in 1866, in which he wrote several articles. In these stories, he told of a peaceful small humanoid race, meaning both male and female who meant no harm to anyone. In fact, one was caught and died several hours later from drowning in her own crying without a single complaint, quoted, let alone revealing indignation. Another story he wrote told how a couple suffered from these creatures, but not from direct harm, but from jealousy. For when a Siguapa falls in love with a human, there's a link that is made where the two shall die at the same time. Now, doing my research, I found this creature appears in a TV show from 1997, appropriately named Lasiguapa, a t-shirt on Amazon. Not kidding, it comes in several colors. A book of the same title as the TV show, a movie from 2009 called El Mito Siguapa, and a song on Amazon Music called Lasiguapa Chichi Peralta. The next creature we have is the Olgoi Korkoi, Mongolian for large intestine worm. Now, if you haven't already guessed, it is the Mongolian death worm, 
one of my personal favorite cryptids. It is described as a large red worm, roughly a meter, again, three feet long, with spike-like projections at both ends. Although the creature spends most of its time underneath the sands of the Gobi Desert, it occasionally lays on the surface, where it will be avoided like the plague by any locals who spot it. Like the English name suggests, it is a deadly creature, where it shoots a corrosive venom lethal to anything, and if that doesn't go to... If that doesn't do, excuse me, the trick, it is able to electrocute its victims from a distance. Lovely. One Richard Freeman, a cryptozoologist from the UK, says that Bigfoot and Nessie may not be real, but this one must be. Rather than being some mythical monster that shoots electricity, it is more than likely a misidentified snake species. Deadly due to venom, but nothing out of legend. His belief is based on the real fear of those who live in the region where there's a story of one family who packed up their tent hut and moved solely from sightings of the creature in the area. One might expect from one of the more famous cryptids, this creature has made numerous appearances in media, from a movie in 2010 titled Mongolian Deathworm to countless quote-unquote sandworms based off the book and movie franchise Dune. It appears by name specifically in the TV show Lost Tapes, a Nickelodeon show called The Troop, and a couple tabletop games, uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse and D20 Modern. But it also makes appearances by the creature type alone, not by name, like in Dune. In anime, like Dragon Ball GT, Trigun, Maho Sensei Nejima, Bleach, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Card games like Magic the Gathering and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! In tabletop games like Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder and Warhammer. In video games like Gears of War, several Zelda games, Shadow of the Colossus, Mass Effect, Final Fantasy, World of Warcraft, and many more. And I mean a staggering amount. Due to Dune making this creature a popular sci-fi monster. The list of appearances go on and on. And the list will only get bigger from here on. The final creature for today is the Ovnik, which the internet apparently barely knows about, since the first thing that popped up while researching was a Tumblr post. The only other thing I really saw was a snippet of a book in which it was mentioned. It is a malevolent spirit that lives in threshing housing, houses, excuse me, uh, a building where they process wheat and other grain plants. They are very prone to lighting the threshing house on fire. I couldn't really find the meaning of its name, so uh, it's just the threshing house spirit for now. It is described as looking like a uh, black cat with red eyes, or some sort of deformed creature, like a goblin type thing. As a demon, it, is, it was believed to shapeshift. To placate it, peasants would offer it a rooster, or bliny, a, a Russian grape-like food. It is a divination specialist demon, apparently. So, on New Year's Eve, people would approach the Ovnik and ask for their fortunes to be read for the new year. It would reach out and touch you, and if you felt its touch was warm, it was an indicator of good luck. Well, if the, the touch was cold, it was an indicator for bad luck. It isn't a very popular creature by how little it was talked about, but I chose this creature because lately I've made a couple new friends online, and they are both from Slovenia, which is close to the Slavic area. It is a Bolton state, uh, as such, and I figured the best way for me to find out about more about, you know, 
the countries over there, would be look into their mythology. So that's what I did. But even if it isn't the most popular creature, I did make manage to find a few appearances of it in media. One of them being in the game Final Fantasy XI, and another in Pathfinder. I would like to say thank you for listening to the return episode of the podcast. It is good to be back, although I'm not fully back. I can't promise an episode a week due to stresses of life and all, but I will try my best to bring you one, excuse me, the most I can. Since I now somehow have people who listen, I would love to hear more about some of the creatures you all want to know. So leave a comment, preferably on the Podbean app, on what you would want to hear about in the next episode. And as always, I hope you have a great day.